0: Yes, you're wrong the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts shelby and matt
1: and this is like the most aggravating podcast for me that i've ever been on because all i want to do is talk about game of thrones but we have a (laughs) game of thrones podcast coming up next week so i have to keep it bottled in i
0: know i'm keeping a whole album of notes basically on my phone just screenshots I have so many of thoughts. different tweets and
1: <laughs> oh my gosh and this episode last <laughs> night a good one D- did i love it did i hate it hmm who could guess
0: <laughs> yeah well i'm excited to unpack the whole thing with you next week because i mean this is only the second season i've watched all of but i have opinions
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyone who knows shelby knows that that is very on brand <laughs> yeah half the information double the opinions
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's gotten me this far in life so
1: yeah (laughs) we're
0: good (laughs) but um i feel like there's a lot of news this week aside from game of thrones so so this episode is still a meaty one you know we don't need game of thrones
1: No, we got plenty to talk about beside that. But before we get there, you can follow us on social media where we have even more great opinions. Uh, We're at PSUrong on Twitter, on Instagram. Shelby's tweeting and taking pictures and all kinds (laughs) of stuff. We have an email address if you want to send us something there. It's PSUrong at gmail.com.
0: Oh yeah, good times.
1: And you can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, yes. which a wonderful fan did this week, so I'm going to read that.
0: Okay. Uh, this is
1: from Sumana717, I don't know if that's like <laughs> her real name, or I, I don't know. Just it's jumbled a very letters. Interesting, yeah, it's just jumbled yeah. bub- letters. She says, call me a fan, exclamation point. Shelby and Matt give some hot takes on movies and celebrities, but they do it with such gusto that you can't help but be convinced.
0: Oh, the yeah. amount of things
1: I know about Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande has gone up since I started listening. So thanks, I guess? Question mark. LOL. Keep up the good laughs. Uh, I'm fairly certain that all of the Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande stuff has come from Shelby. I'm trying to make this like a very uh, highbrow-informed podcast, and you keep dragging it into the dirt. Well,
0: people keep thanking us for that. So, you know, who's doing the Lord's work? I think it's me. You know, everyone needs a little bit more pop culture, pop news in their lives, and I'm just providing it. This is like half
1: Us Weekly, half Vanity Fair. That's the... that's
0: the tagline oh, okay. we should go with sure well if you're so convinced that you have you bring the the real talk to the table what do you have for um tell me something i don't know
1: oh i have a very highbrow <laughs> story for you no Big brother no, related
0: that, <laughs> I uh,
1: this might be worse than that um have you been following the james charles
0: oh, yeah. saga
1: so yes. for those of you who are over the age of 21, <laughs> James Charles is a influencer who is a, beauty a guru. man, yes, who does makeup. He posts all kinds of videos on mostly Instagram but also YouTube, like makeup tutorials, all kinds of mm-hmm. random stuff. Personally, I think he always looks like oily in all of his pictures.
0: <laughs> le gasp! What an insult is that, for a is beauty that a hot viewer. take? I'm like, oh my gosh! You, he always kind
1: of has a sheen because to him, of and, death. I, <laughs> and I don't know if that's if that's like supposed it's to be there dewy. or not. It's
0: a it's a dewy look. It's you know, it's some highlighter. It's meant to look like oh, fresh face. You know, it's just like it, it's intentional. I think. <laughs>
1: Okay, so he's going for like a, oh, I'm backpacking in the swamp kind of look, (laughs) but with full full makeup?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So anyways james charles he is no stranger to controversy he had like a whole thing with the kids who were in it uh, two years ago because he was like trashing the movie online and then did a pennywise like makeup look and and the kids from (laughs) it who are like 12 were like why did you make fun of our movie and then try to like steal a look from this to get more followers right and that was drama but recently just like this past week he has lost over two million followers because he's in a feud with another beauty instagrammer named toddy westbrook and she i guess was one of his kind of like mentors mm-hmm,
0: as mm-hmm. he was
1: coming up she's like a little bit older more established it's kind of helped him out and mm-hmm. then because he kind of has like a big personality he surpassed her in fans but over the past like months she has become increasingly disillusioned by him and this week posted a 45 (laughs) minute long YouTube video about how she is no longer supporting him and wants all of her fans to unfollow him on social media which they have been doing and this mainly goes back to two things. One is that toddy launched her like own version of sugar bear hair last year (laughs) and tried to get like some kind of hair supplement vitamin thing Mm -hmm. and tried to get him to support it and promote it on his channel because he has more followers than she does and he refused saying like oh i don't think that this is something that like my young fan base should be seeing or supporting like it feels like it's a money grab and not actually that good for you but then a couple months later he is openly promoting sugar bear hair which is basically the same thing on his account because they paid him a lot more and she was like dude where's the integrity but then also apparently he has been like messaging random straight men <laughs> he's gay and like sexually propositioning them on instagram through dms yeah.
0: yeah well plus like at coachella last like a couple weeks ago there was a scandal because he went to coachella with this straight guy who was a friend and the straight guy like released this statement that was like he really sexually harassed me like all week and i didn't know how to fight it so it's been a cloud over him for a while now
1: (laughs) yeah so she brought that up and then some other like b-list celebrities like zara larson i don't know if she's (laughs) a singer was like oh yeah he's been like messaging my boyfriend all the time (laughs) so it's just a whole debacle and then and then james who I thought was like in his 20s, but is only 19 releases Mm. this like weepy sad, like apology video where he, he (laughs) looks disheveled. You
0: know, he's like trying so hard to drop a single tear and he's not capable.
1: (laughs) But like clearly looks like he was just like run over by a bus in this video. I think (laughs) on purpose to make him look as sad as, as he can.
0: Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty wild cancellation i mean usually the cancel culture gets a lot more like iffy for me but this one was like okay yeah he kind of needs put in his place a little bit and he i can see all her points and she is a unique youtube personality and that she is older I think she's like 37 or something so it felt more mature even though it was a you know your canceled video but it felt like she was really coming from a place where she was like I cared about you and you hurt me and this is x y and z and you can't get away with this just because you're a young kid and so it felt less like petty or like here are the receipts you know
1: <laughs> it is weird though that she could like fully be his mother oh yeah (laughs) and is like now in a youtube feud with him the youtubers and influencers are just so interesting to me because they're all kind of just like fly off the handle at any given thing and they're always (laughs) getting in trouble they're all like 12 years old and have been on camera for forever so they don't understand like the difference between things that should be kept private and things that shouldn't just always issues
0: well it's weird too because I tried to watch the video like literally I got like 20 minutes in and I was like a lot of this is just going over my head because I guess there's this whole like world on YouTube where there are channels dedicated to beef like they're kind of like they position themselves as news channels where they interview these YouTube celebrities and like talk about YouTube news and she was mad because he had gone on and talked to some of them about her and she was like I told myself I would never go on one of those but then you forced my hand and I was like what is this weird YouTube world like I don't know who's still watching but I mean she got like 10 million followers. He's down to like 14 million. So people are still engaged, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What other
1: news do you have for us?
0: Oh, well, this is just a speaking of petty celebrities. Um, Constance Wu, who oh, I yes. love from Fresh Off the Boat. She was just starting Crazy Rich Asians um, she got into some trouble this week because her show was renewed. Fresh Off the Boat was renewed for a new season. And instead of, like, excitement and, like, yay, she gets on Twitter and she just starts, like, blasting off like stream of consciousness like oh f this like no this is not good news oh i hate this i'm literally crying and then just in case people were confused she's like she responded to someone and was like yeah this isn't good news for me and then went on the instagram of the show and was like dislike for this news (laughs) and everyone was like wow you're coming off a little ungrateful and like Don't you like the show? Like, this is why you have a career. This really gave you a launching point. And then she deleted all those tweets and was just like, oh, that was unrelated. Like, don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) This is so unrelated. Like, it wasn't about that, you guys. And everyone was like, well, I mean, it was. You literally (laughs) said so. Like, the internet never forgets. And so then she was forced to release this statement that made her seem even more like annoying to me because she was like, Oh the issue wasn't Like I love Fresh Off the Boat I'm so grateful for it I just was hoping to get this other role And since Fresh Off the Boat was renewed It meant I had to turn down This project that would have really challenged me As an artist And she like ends with like Sometimes even my closest friends Are baffled at how I could value Artistic challenges over success But I do And it's like Okay homegirl okay. like, Just chill oh, out
1: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: She's like shading everyone who. just, you know, wants a quick payday with their stupid network show and she's not allowed to challenge herself artistically with more challenging roles outside of it and so, I'm sure her publicist was just having a heyday and it's it's not looking great for her, I mean it doesn't put her in a good light it's like, celebrities need to know just don't tweet, you know? Just go to your friend and vent. Like, why Why do you think the public wants to hear this? She,
1: I feel like she has been outspoken on a lot of things, and so part of her brand is kind of like getting <laughs> on Twitter and saying things. But, yeah, what's happening is that because fresh off the boat is like a network tv show she's gonna have to shoot 22 (laughs) episodes of this next year which takes up a lot of time and the fact that she's signed up for two crazy rich asian sequels it's basically like all she's gonna be doing for the next couple years is fresh off the boat and then crazy rich asians in the summer (laughs) so she can't do anything else but also at the same time that's a huge honor to be on the show that has gotten that has a following that is getting picked up for another year and to be in this big franchise and you'll be making all of this money and those couple things will be done in a few years and then you can go on and do whatever you want like I understand but she
0: likes the challenge Matt she wants to be challenged over success you know but like does she like what
1: <laughs> w- what role have we seen her in that's like oh yes clearly she's like highbrow
0: <laughs> well that's what she was hoping for this was her moment man that's why she was so upset she yeah, lost her whatever. Oscar film
1: <laughs> she's now not the world getting will an never know. anytime soon her yeah. and chloe grace moret
0: there you know just <laughs> okay she's better than that but what's funny is now all the other actors and shows that have been renewed are like using her <laughs> tweets to like announce theirs which is very funny so she's become this meme and it's it's spread and i'm sure she will never live this down which is unfortunate because it's just like bad optics too because it's like that like a network show isn't just about you as the star like that's a whole like paycheck for everyone on the staff the film crew everyone involved is very grateful so like simmer down and she now
1: has to go work for a year with all (laughs) of these people who know she doesn't want to be there like how awkward is that gonna be
0: yeah well just they just don't get it you know she just wanted the challenge it's not about them it's about her so
1: (laughs) i'll i'll be excited to see how this goes in the future for her if it if it works or not uh uh, something that is interesting slightly disturbing that came out this past week is since the disney fox merger disney has just released the like new lineup for all of the movies because you know things had scheduled premiere dates for these movies that came out from by disney and fox like some of them had the same weekends and stuff so they had to sort of shuffle things around so that they weren't competing against each other and so some things you know like the artemis fowl movie that was supposed to come out this summer got bumped back to next may but the more interesting thing about this wasn't the shuffle of immediate movies but that disney released the kind of like scope of movies that they're having coming out in the next, like, 10 years or so. So that mm. included three new Star Wars movies, a new trilogy of Star Wars movies that are coming out in 2022, 2024, and 2026. What? But... Also, and something that is even crazier to me, is that between now and 2023, Disney has 13 live action remakes (laughs) coming out.
0: Oh, dear Lord. Oh, man.
1: Are there any good ones or just the classic? Well, there's the ones that have already been announced, and then there's just slots on the schedule that's like Disney live action
0: They haven't even chosen them?
1: No. Well, Uh, I'm sure that they have in-house, but they like haven't announced them yet. So, I mean, the whole back half of the schedule is like Untitled Marvel, Untitled Star Wars, Untitled Avatar, Untitled Disney live action. But it's crazy that they have 13 of them like don't they think that these are going to one yeah, what why are they in that? such a hurry it's Three not years? like any of these are they're like losing the rights to these properties or something right. <laughs> and then two why are they putting them so close together you have to think that people are going to get fatigued by them people i'm already, are already fatigued.
0: fatigued i mean Dumbo didn't do well i guess that's the only one this year huh but i mean
1: aladdin and lion king are coming up and i think that at least one of them is going to suffer from (laughs) overexposure and also when you think about like they canceled a bunch of star wars movies like the solo sequel that boba fett movie because they had two star wars movies that came out within the same year and the second one did marginally bad in that it was still in the top 10 movies for the year it just didn't do as well as other previous star wars movies had done and if you're canceling things based on that then <laughs> How in the world do you think that, like, the market is going to be able to support four live action remakes <laughs> in the same year?
0: Yeah cash money you know they're just counting on those kids coming and the parents dragging their children to see I don't know Aristocats in live action
1: yeah the black uh, cauldron Like maybe they'll finally be make the bottom.
0: maybe they'll make um, Atlantis live action that could be good you know? I, would,
1: I would be into that that could be interesting because yeah. it's mostly people
0: yeah maybe they'll do new group no, oh, that would be don't. awful
1: I can <laughs> The goofy movie well, live action. Did you,
0: did you hear more about the um, cats movie? Um, so Taylor yes, Swift, I saw she, this. she <laughs> did a little interview about everything going on in her life, but she mentioned the cats, the movie. And she talked more about what we've discussed, which is that they went to a cat school to like learn how to move like a cat because that's cool. Who's the expert on that? I don't know. Like who taught the class? But um, she also explained that it is our worst nightmare. It's it's the humans with CGI fur on them, and they're just <laughs> they're just acting the movie out on a, on a large set. So it's like they're under a table that's. 10 stories high that's meant to look like a table with a cat under it. You know what I mean? So just something to look forward to this holiday season. Just some grown-ass adults pretending to be cats on your big screen. So
1: I've never been so excited for an episode <laughs> of, the, of this podcast. It's keeping yeah. me going.
0: Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be something. <laughs> I
1: guess the... Next thing I want to talk about is the Met Gala happened last week. Oh yeah. And the theme this year was camp,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: not sort like summer camp, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, how do you it, like bright colors kind of it's jokey. It's the exaggeration.
0: It's, yes. it's it's the line between what is stylish and what is happening and it's just dancing on that on that line in fashion. So the the bigger the better, basically. There was
1: a lot of discussion of what is camp, what is not camp, and yeah. it was very confusing, and I don't think anybody really understood it. No. But basically, you had a bunch of people showing up in completely wild outfits. Lady Gaga, I think, was the epitome oh, yeah. of this, as she always is, had four outfit changes for the red carpet, which <laughs> seems unnecessary yeah. and well, sort that's of. The,
0: that's the just point that's the camp it's it's outrageous it's extra you know she freaking nailed it
1: but it's not like she had wardrobe changes like as the evening progressed it's like she just showed up there and stood (laughs) on the red carpet and changed her outfit four times
0: yeah it was amazing it was the best part of the evening she was like the host or whatever they always have a few different celebrity hosts and so she was one and she totally embodied the the theme that I think they were at least trying to set.
1: Remember when Taylor Swift was the host and she had that weird like bleach blonde, <laughs> I eater, was just yeah. waterboarded look?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was when she met Joe Allen and Tom Hiddleston. So she managed to snag a couple of hotties with that weird look. So what it would be like to be Taylor.
1: <laughs> Did you have a favorite look other than Lady Gaga?
0: I love Janelle Monae. I thought she looked fabulous. Oh, yeah. She had, like, a teetering hat and, like, a dramatic eyeball boob (laughs) i don't even know it was very camp trey chic loved it Mm -hmm. did anyone stand out to you
1: i liked lady gaga or not lady gaga katy perry's uh like (laughs) burger dress and her chandelier (laughs) thing
0: yeah did you see the video of her of her getting into her burger dress in the bathroom and j-lo just like walks out gives major side eye and just leaves
1: (laughs) yeah yeah she's like what is going on
0: (laughs) she doesn't even like Someone's like, "Oh, hey, J Lo." And she just doesn't even address them. She just leaves so fast. Oh, it was amazing. She was like cersei
1: on that staircase (laughs)
0: yeah it was great it was a good met gala i'd say yes uh well
1: i think i mean the kardashians had a baby the royal family had a baby tyra banks was on the cover of sports illustrated (laughs) swimsuit 22 years after she had done it before but still looking really good lots was going on but i think we should get into love it or hate it
0: oh yes love it or hate it do i get to go first this time
1: yes G- have at it
0: <laughs> okay so everyone was busy talking about game of thrones last night but veep came to a close it was the series finale on hbo last night and i don't know if you watch it but it's the you know it's been on this is the seventh season. So it's been a while. And I got into it sort of late, but I've been watching it regularly the last few seasons. And it's really just a treasure. And it was sort of like a bittersweet finale. But I think they did a really good job. Because of course, it's about truly terrible people like very unlikable, very shady, bad politicians who just are the worst humans Imaginable. Julia Louise Dreyfus is so good in it. The whole cast just, it's a character driven show. And so they've just been playing the same characters for seven seasons, but it still felt like growth. And I feel like watching it after watching Game of Thrones, which not to get too much into the weeds there, but there was a sudden character shift a couple times, I feel like in Game of Thrones and everyone's complaints were like, where was this earned? What is happening here? And I feel like Veep is such a good example of how a character can just like totally descend into darkness and like it make it a very believable experience for the viewers. And this last season just sees Selena Meyer, the main character, just go absolutely mad, drunk on power, determined to be president after never having succeeded really. And so it was. It was such a perfect ending in that it was truly terrible and terrifying what happened and like it was just a delight. So, it was sad to see it end, but I think they did it in such a in such a, a really good way. Have you watched V? Well,
1: I have not. I oh started watching uh i was on a plane once and they had episodes of it and i was like oh i'll watch this you know i've heard it's good let me start at the beginning so i started playing the first episode and i was like what is going on this show is so complicated i don't understand like what is happening this is very weird and then i realized that i was watching the first episode of season five and not the first episode of season one and that is the extent of my interaction with veep (laughs) <laughs> so I did not love that, but I'm yeah. sure it's good if you start from the beginning.
0: Yeah. It's great, just really funny characters, very sharply written, and you know what else? You know we're worried about Disney overrunning us with uh, sequels and stuff. Longshot came out, and it's an original film, and it's really good. And you know, it's like the antidote to Veep for bad politics versus good politics and it was just very charming so that's my second love it for the week i'm getting greedy oh wow
1: double love it all this (laughs) you and all of these female politician (laughs) shows
0: yeah the good and the bad you know well-rounded women are Mm -hmm. complex creatures so that's not what i learned
1: from game of thrones so (laughs) um at the end of the day everyone is just a woman (laughs) in a house coat sad their man is leaving on a horse yeah
0: i know Okay, do you have a love it or hate it?
1: Yes, I do. (laughs) So this weekend, I went and saw The Hustle. Which had a full 9% on Rotten Tomatoes at one yeah. point. And Shelby said, we can't do an episode on this because <laughs> no one is going to see this movie. So uh, I went and saw it anyways because, you know, Anne Hathaway, Stan here. And I will say that <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if I loved it, but it was a wild movie. <laughs> the choices that were made were just insane. And despite the fact that it made no sense and was... Uh, like only maybe marginally funny it was very short and just the wildness and bonkers of what they are doing in this movie uh, made it very enjoyable like I would watch it again before I watched a lot of other movies just because it was so strange (laughs) Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson play competing con artists who both for whatever reason, end up in this like fancy resort town in France and That's neither of them era. want to, yeah, leave. They can't do cons anywhere else. They're like, no, <laughs> I want to stay here. So they are like competing against one another to see who can pull off like this con the fastest, <laughs> and that person gets to stay in town and the other person leaves. But there's also this whole middle section where they're working together to pull off this con where Anne Hathaway pretends she's a royal Dutch gets men to fall in love and propose to her only to reveal that Rebel Wilson is like a medieval themed sister who is locked up in the basement <laughs> and like that the husband will have to also sleep with like this medieval sister it, it is wild oh my gosh the, it makes no sense it is completely crazy but <laughs> somehow very watchable at the same time so nobody else okay, shares this opinion okay, so everyone else hates this the but hustle whatever.
0: versus isn't it romantic
1: isn't it romantic is a lot better than the hustle i will say that
0: <laughs> isn't it romantic
1: is okay. an is an actually good movie the hustle <laughs> is just like a so bad and weird it's right. good
0: Okay, so then a better comparison from what you just said The Hustle or Serenity? <laughs>
1: That's tough because I think <laughs> Serenity is an actual good movie, despite the fact that other people would disagree, but it's definitely less entertaining and longer. Right, the joy right. to The Hustle is that it's only 90 minutes. So, really, yeah. it's like a get in, get out kind of thing. It doesn't like lag at all. There's <laughs> so much random stuff in there that it's like yeah. moves along.
0: Okay. Okay, so how would you rank her how would you rate her your anne hathaway's british accent did it add well something? that's another thing
1: <laughs> is that is that the both her and rebel wilson both have to do like a variety of accents in oh, the movie okay. and i think it's supposed to I think that you're supposed to think that they are in on the joke that they can't really do these accents but are trying to pull them <laughs> off because they are mind-blowing. And at one point at the end Rebel Wilson like Anne Hathaway sort of like pimps Rebel Wilson into having to do a South African accent that she really can't pull off at all. Hmm. And I think that that's part of the joke that like <laughs> Anne Hathaway's British, she okay. does like a German doctor, she's Dutch at one point, she's doing American at sometimes. Like I think that the You're supposed to think they can't do them. It's it's an atrocious accent, but it's it's in a whole grouping of bad accents by the both of them. So
0: oh well, I probably won't see it, but I'm glad you sort of maybe enjoyed it a little. It's like a
1: good plane movie. If you're on a plane and it's on there, it's like real short. You know, like
0: Bad bombs level. Yeah, I never saw (laughs) Bad Moms,
1: but that's that feels about right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good feedback. Some stuff to think about, I guess.
1: (laughs) Definitely things you can be watching. Veep, Mm
0: -hmm. Game of
1: Thrones. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and check out Longshot. Support those movies, you know, those original thoughts. It was was cute. Did you see it? No. Oh, well, you have to! It
1: looked looked unfunny to me. It's
0: actually very funny, and Rob liked it, and I know you like his opinion more than mine, so that's a... There are literally moments where we cried laughing. So check it out. Okay. It was surprising to us too.
1: I just don't like Seth Rogen
0: i don't either oh my gosh me neither i hate him but here he was okay and charlie Karen is a treasure so
1: if i'm on a plane and it's on (laughs) there, maybe i'll watch
0: it okay well then don't be mad when in 20 years all we get in movie theaters are sequels and disney fox merger films okay i went
1: oh oh are we playing who goes and sees (laughs) more franchise movies in the theater
0: (laughs) Yeah, you definitely do. I like bad movies, but most of them are original movies. You know what I'm saying? Which
1: one of us is gonna be in the theater for Godzilla, Gotta Monsters? <laughs> and it's not me. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's all about that well-rounded life, you know.
1: And, okay. You need okay, a little bit
0: of everything.
1: well speaking of a little bit of everything we are going to be talking about detective pikachu the other movie that opened this weekend on our episode on thursday so stay tuned for that um (laughs) otherwise follow us on social media leave us a review people okay we'll see you on thursday bye